hear right now yeah. that the rest of this uh, podcast is. I, I just want to flag. There's gonna be some sexual assault stuff. There's yeah. gonna be some okay. some uncomfortable things that we do end up talking about. Yeah, that is just hard to hear. So if that's you know something that maybe you don't want to hear about, just I'll say it again. I'll give a yeah. little warning again. Jump ahead like 25 minutes when we're like raging about Twitter. Yeah, I'll <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll I'll give you a more. I'll I'll also say like a more specific like right before yeah, I yeah, start yeah. talking about it, just so that people have like. But just a warning to expect that. Okay. Oh, God. There's just so much. I'm going to skip so much of this. I'm going to get to his leadership style. Okay. Because I think this is the part where I get most angry. Musk is often described as a micromanager and has himself called himself a nanomanager. So he's just annoying. Mm -hmm. He has forced employees to adopt company's own jargon and launched, uh, this is in reference to Tesla. And launched ambitious, risky, and costly projects against his advisor's recommendations, such as removing front-facing radar from Tesla Autopilot. His insistence on vertical integration causes his companies to move most production in-house. While this resulted in saved costs for SpaceX, where they found a lot of success doing this, vertical integration has caused many usability problems for Tesla's software. And as you know, and I'm sure many other people know, Tesla has some serious issues mm -hmm. with their production mm -hmm. that I feel like just gets swept under the rug <laughs> and nobody really talks about. Like fucking batteries exploding. I mean, the most common thing right now is the autopilot sucking and yeah. like running over like potentially child-sized objects in the middle of crosswalks. Like it's not good. Musk's handling of employees whom he communicates with directly through mass emails has been characterized as carrot and stick. Rewarding those who offer constructive criticism while also being known to impulsively threaten, swear at, and fire his employees. Mm -hmm. Musk said he expects his employees to work for long hours, sometimes for 80 hours per week. He has new employees sign on disclosure agreements, which is not uncommon. That's It's like listed here, and I'm like, I've signed non-disclosure agreements working at like everywhere I've worked at. Same. That's not like a big deal. I told that story about doing that at Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah that's not that's not that uncommon to have to sign an NDA. Uh, but and often fires and sprees, such as during the Model Three production hell in 2018. In 2022, Musk revealed plans to fire 10% of Tesla's workforce due to his concerns about the economy. That same month, he suspended remote work at SpaceX and Tesla and threatened to fire employees who do not work 40 hours per week in the office. Elon Musk has told overworked staff that they have no right to complain because I can be on my own private island with naked supermodels drinking Mai Tais, but I'm not. In one of many foul-mouthed tirades, according to a new book called Power Play. Tesla, Elon Musk, and the Bet of the Century by the Wall Street Journal reporter Tim Higgins. In August of 2017, Tesla, uh, or rather, uh, Elon Musk told everyone where he announced that the company's new vehicles would come with a hardware upgrade that would eventually allow them to drive themselves. Tesla engineers did not know that this was in the plans. <laughs> the company's autobiography hadn't yet designed a product that they believed would safely and reliably control a car without human intervention, according to people familiar with the matter. In a meeting after the October announcement, someone asked autopilot director Sterling Anderson how Tesla could brand the product full self-driving. Several employees recall. He said, this was Elon's decision. <laughs> Two months later, Mr. Anderson resigned. Wow. So Elon just, again, like we said earlier, he just says stuff. He just does. He just says yeah. stuff and, and then expects it to happen. Right. And oftentimes it does. 
And right now we're getting to a point where he's just starting to demand random shit. Mm-hmm. That is just like, I don't think we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if you watch like the Tesla like AI day stuff. No. He announced like something about autopilot and just was like saying these wild things. Where he's like, oh yeah, we'll have full self driving in like six months or like something. Uh-huh. Like that. That's an exaggeration, but yeah. something is basically that. Yeah. And you, there, he had a couple of Tesla engineers standing there, and you could see them all go, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you know that?" <laughs> So yeah, Musk just like has this expectation that people need to just like nose to the grindstone, work, work, work. Yeah. All we do is work. These are like what I want to do and this is what I expect and this is what I want to happen. But he's basically just the ideas guy. He doesn't actually do anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're now going to start talking about the sexual assault okay. allegations. Um, there's one against Elon himself, which I'm not really going to talk about because it got settled outside of court. Sure. There isn't really much like not a lot of info on that. You, yeah, and like you know, like the woman in question settled, and so you know, let's sure. just leave it at what she wants it right. to be left out. Yeah, yeah. This is currently happening. So this was, I believe, filed in September of this year. Okay. September of 2022. This is from a Rolling Stone article called How Many Women Were Abused to Make That Tesla. Seven women are suing the Elon Musk-led company alleging sexual harassment. So this is this woman who um, basically started working at a Tesla factory uh, in somewhere near Pennsylvania. And her and a couple of her coworkers are now suing the company okay. for this, like, basically this awful environment that they had to work in. I'm going to go ahead and outline some of the things that they experienced. Okay. First off, do you know what the Tesla model, like, cars, do you know they're, like, little, like, Tesla model blank? Like, Tesla model S. So, fun fact, it's S, 3, X, and Y. On purpose, obviously. This guy's a freaking troll. So... Musk has repeatedly talked about how he wants his cars to be sexy. Uh-huh. And so that's the line, S3, X, and Y. <clears throat> yeah. He had hinted at this, like, for years in tweets and speeches and random crap. And so he... Oh, excuse me. Steven is calling Okay, me. we can pause. We're back. Okay, sorry. We had a little phone call break, and we had a bathroom break. Very fun. Also, I promise we're almost through to making fun of a billionaire <laughs> yeah. who bought Twitter and is now just eating shit before it. Right. But we just got this last little bit that I think is important and really explains why I hate this man so much. Okay. All right, so this woman, uh, her name is Alyssa Blickman. Um, and she is one of the seven women who are suing Tesla. Okay. For sexual harassment. Uh, I'm going to take one step back really quick and just know that note that when they released, I think it was the Model 3 was the most recent one mm-hmm. to finish the sexy uh-huh. name for the freaking stupid ass car. Yeah. They also released these short shorts, which I'm going to show you a photo of. And if... Uh, Tesla re- released short shorts? Yeah. Great. Red satin short shorts. Oh boy. These are go ahead and why don't you go ahead and describe these? <laughs> go ahead and buy a pair of those. 
Or, as you said, red satin, like, boy shorts. Like, boy, like the boyfriend shorts. Yeah. To, like, like the Sophie's. Yeah. Um, they are satin. They are very red. And in yellow lettering, S3XY on the butt. On the butt. Yeah. Like the juicy. Like the juicy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, this is part of the sexy <clears throat> marketing campaign for Model 3. <sighs> also, sexy was, like, a catchphrase of, like, the... Wasn't it like a Paris Hilton thing? Didn't she say everything was sexy? That's hot. That Did, was Paris But didn't Hilton. someone like, wasn't there a person who used sexy as like that sort of thing too? Like, oh, hi, sexy. Or oh, like, I don't know. Yeah. That's beyond my Anyways, knowledge. Anyways, it feels old. It feels yeah. old and gross. Yeah. So now on to this woman's experience. And yeah. A lot of these women's experience is, so Alyssa Blickman, like, is this woman who just needed a job in 2021. She had been laid off from her job in Oakland um, because, like, the pandemic, like, destroyed yeah. the economy where she was and what she worked in. Tesla was offering $21 an hour with the promise of overtime, and she was, like, the sole provider for her, yeah. for her kid. And she didn't really... She, like, doesn't follow Elon Musk. Like, doesn't really know that much about him. Sure. Which is very normal, very sounds like It sounds like a healthy offline yeah. person. yeah. And so she just applied, was quickly hired, and then she had to make a drive to um, Marriott for orientation, like just some hotel for orientation. She is greeted by a man who is wearing a t-shirt that has sexy on it. Okay. So she goes to work, Uh and there's a man there with sexy (laughs) on his chest. Uh Uh-huh. It's like, welcome to work. (laughs) Sadie, my little emotional support animal, is now, like, <laughs> feeling, is feeling that you're getting that revved up. So, she, so the man then starts speaking, talking about the company, giving like outlines, telling new employees that Teslas are so sexy and these are some sexy cars. Uh-huh. And she has no idea what, the, like, she doesn't understand this is part of like the, the, the marketing, marketing campaign. Marketing yeah. campaign. She, she just sees some creeps using the yes. word sexy over and over again. Yeah, yeah, she just didn't understand why there was so much talk of sexy at an onboarding <laughs> session for a global corporation. Yeah. Oh, she said, this is a quote for her, I just thought it was very weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, As it turns out, correct. Yeah. And so she's like basically um, working in one of the Tesla factories. Okay. Uh, her and the other women that are filing this lawsuit while working at the Tesla factories. So the following stories are based off of like court documents filed on behalf of the women and Tesla's filings in the cases, as well as interviews with the five of the women, their friends, and their coworkers. The women describe a workplace rife with sexual harassment and a culture of indifference or hostility to their concerns and complaints. <sighs> okay. So... In Blickman's case, problems started at the onboarding session. So we got the man in the sexy t-shirt and then starts reading a monot- in a monotone voice about Tesla's various policies. Eventually, he came to the company's policy on sexual harassment. According to Blickman, he then played an instructional vi- instructional video. Would you like to guess what the videos were? Um, What's the- I don't know. What's the least helpful thing? <clears throat> What's the least helpful thing? I don't know, like a spring break MTV, like beach house video from like the 90s or something. That would have probably been better. Um, Jesus. According to Blickman, he played an instructional video. Many of the examples in the video were of women harassing men. Oh, boy. 
and she couldn't believe it. She said, I thought if I'm sexually harassed, they're not going to care. On her first day at work, she watched a male Tesla worker take photos of a woman's backside as other men watched quietly, as if the man was hunting big game. The photos were soon circulating around the factory. On a break, she went to the woman and asked if she was okay, and the woman just shrugged and said, I'm used to it. Shit like that happens all the time here. At first, she kept her mouth shut. Almost every day, she alleged she heard the male workers in the factory sizing up women. Oh, I'd do her. Oh, I'd fuck her. Her ass is a 10. She had spent many years working in a predominantly male world as a delivery driver and knew how to maneuver around a bad seed or two. The problem at Tesla, she says, was there were too many bad seeds. Well, the, the cultures, you know, then it's no longer just like a bad seed. It's the right. it's the crop. A few weeks into her time at Tesla, she alleges a male worker inched into her workspace and began intentionally touching her with his arm and then his leg, saying to her, you're a pretty little white girl. Yeah. She also alleges that the man lied and told her that he was a team lead or a supervisor which dissuaded her from complaining about her. Or, sorry, about him. On another occasion, she told the man to back off. She claims the man told a couple of co-workers that he wanted to kill her and another employee. Eventually, management moved him to a different part of the factory, but Blickman still had to see him on a regular basis. <sighs> so then she starts talking to another woman that she works with, and she's like, and the other woman is like, yeah, I'm also having a lot of bad things go out. She says this other woman, Jessica Brooks, claims she, that she began piling boxes around her workstation so that Tesla workers couldn't gawk at her body. It confirms all of Blickman's other stories. Daily, they heard men talk about female employees, debating which ones were fuckable. Bickman claims she heard one male worker shout about another woman employee. Quote, I'd like to bend her over and spread her cheeks. Wow. Boy. I mean... <clears throat> you don't hear, like... Sometimes you don't hear language that graphic in a porno. <laughs> I know! Some of this... I'm not going to read a lot of this other yeah. stuff, but, like, it's, like, horrifying yeah. stuff. Horrifying stuff. And then... <coughs> excuse me. Blickman says that Tesla's HR was less than useless. She did find one male co-worker... Who was sympathetic to her. He would listen to her as she detailed her complaints. She says, he was definitely not a pig, but he was only one in a sea of pigs. There were just too many in there. Yeah. So, these women... <laughs> basically, okay, what ends up happening, too, is Blickman, like, ends up leaving for COVID leave. Um... And was, like, having a hard time at work. So she leaves for COVID. And then, like, then emails HR is, like, I am stressed out and I need stress leave. And then never hears back. And then Tesla basically emails her. is like, if you don't show up for two days in a row without telling us, you're going to fi- you're gonna get fired. And then they fire her. So <sighs> she eventually gets fired from Tesla, as I think many of these women do. But, yeah. like, <clears throat> this is the thing that I think is the most important thing about Elon Musk and why I hate him so much is this quote of uh from her i asked her this is the author of i'm just reading from the article yeah i asked her if she thought that musk's slavish devotion to frat boy humor particularly on twitter contributed to tesla workers saying whatever they wanted to women and she says of course there are people in that factory who see him as a god if he talks like that they know they can too mm-hmm. 
which is true. Yeah. It's so true when Musk does stuff like this. All of his like legions of fanboys are then get, it's like a signal to them. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, this is good. This is normal. This is successful. This is what success looks like. This is what it looks like to be a, a businessman mm-hmm. and to be important and to be smart. Right. Is making 69 and 420 jokes. Right. And changing my profile picture on Twitter to be a image, the silhouette of a rocket with balls. Right. To be a phallic symbol. <sighs> Anyways, there is like nothing about this means that like Musk knew that any of this stuff was happening or anything like that. That's he didn't have to. That's right. not the point. The point is that his persona, what he does and what he says on Twitter and how he acts in public directly affects his companies yeah. and the people who work there. And it, ha- it affects how people think that they can treat women mm-hmm. and other, like, underrepresented <clears throat> groups. Yeah. Like, I just, ugh, ugh. It's so frustrating. I will, I would, I personally would never work at an Elon Musk company. No. Because of this exactly. Right. So... Anyways, that's it for the sexual harassment stuff. No more. We're not going anywhere. That's all. That's all. From here on out, it's all fun, funny, ha ha. He 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 he. Okay. So that's Musk. Yeah. <laughs> I hate him so much. Yeah. I hate him so 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 much. Do you have any thoughts? I you know I I my only thoughts are that I second what you said, which is that like when you create a culture of disrespecting and disregarding the feelings of women or people of color or people who are treated less than for whatever myriad of reasons. When you yourself create a a culture like that by acting a certain way, which is again, I talked about earlier, which is the sort of narcissism of like everything happens to me, but nothing can happen because of me. When you are a person like Elon Musk who ju- I'm just I'm just having a thought. Right. I'm just talking on Twitter. I'm just a guy. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. And we all know people like that who behave on Twitter or whatever platform and say hurtful things and put it under the guise of, I'm just asking questions. You can't be mad at me because all I'm doing is asking questions. And so it removes this level of responsibility, which is that you are doing something really hurtful to people. Regardless of your intention, you actually, there are consequences to your actions beyond your intention. So if you hurt someone's feelings, just because you didn't mean to do it doesn't mean you didn't do it. And he's gone so long without consequence, any real consequence. Because like you said, $20 million to me, uh, I'm dead. That's not any consequence. Right. But to him, it's nothing, right? It's, It's the equivalent of like, if I you know, said something really stupid and somebody fined me $20, you know, whatever, a quarter, a quarter, whatever. Like that might be more applicable, like applicable to how much money he has. It's not like I would be, you know, one, I'd be upset that I hurt someone's feelings. I don't think he has that function in his brain because I think he's removed that sort of level of responsibility to other people, which is that it's, it's how you took it from me. Like you took, I'm sorry that you felt that. That's the way. kind of apology he would yeah. give, which is, I'm sorry that you feel this way, or I'm sorry that you took it this way, which is not an apology. Yeah. It's putting the onus back on the other person. It's then 
making the victim, the actual victim, the aggressor in your mind. And so you are now the victim. And so I think he sees things that way. And so therefore, you know, he would never like uh, directly disrespect women or di- directly disrespect a person of color. But he can open the avenue for people to do it because he uses, you know, language that would allow someone to feel like it's okay. Yeah. So I agree with you. I think he's a like, that's the kind of like very frustrating type of person where it's just like you've closed and it's, you know, they're all these, these types, these sorts of folk are the people who say I'm open-minded. I'm just open-minded to everything. Oh, you know, like yes. I'm a free thinker and I'm open mind to everything. They're actually more closed minded than anyone else. Literally <clears throat> his political. I didn't talk about his whole. Yeah. Poli- like the political stuff. Yeah. Because uh, I just don't have time. But yeah. like That's literally it. He's yeah. like, I'm so open minded. Like he's a registered independent. In right. California. And, like all of this stuff. He like has quoted himself as being a socialist. Yeah. And then he's not, not expanded on that. Yeah. But then also as Charles said that he's a libertarian. Which, yeah. Ugh, <laughs> he's closer to a libertarian than a socialist. I, yeah, yeah. he definitely is. But yeah, like he's just so frustrating. Yeah. Because it makes me think of like when other people, so when non-white men act in a certain way, Yeah. one of the questions that they get a lot is like, how do you justify your behavior when you're a role model? Right. Like Cardi B has gotten that question mm-hmm. of being a black woman. <clears throat> it's right. It's just so infuriating. And Taylor Swift has yep. gotten that question of like, you know, when she, you know, started doing pop, mm-hmm. that was like a big thing where people yeah. were like, but my kid listens to her. How can you just, you were supposed to be a role model. Uh-huh. And Elon Musk gets a lot of flack from like normal people, but not like that. Yeah. Like it's a, just a different level. It's like, yeah. I, I criticize him and I like view him as an freaking idiot. Yeah. But I'm, we, but that, that's not on a, on a, individual level Mm -hmm. there is no systematic like way that he is criticized across the board government agencies slapping him on the wrist it has no effect right like there's no group that's just kind of like elon musk is bad yeah like it's very individual versus like when women do stuff like this or when people of color do stuff like this they are criticized so much heart more harshly yep than elon musk right it's why i like i have tried to be very careful about my criticisms of someone like kyrie irving or kanye west Which is like they've both done hurtful things recently, and like their language has been really hurtful. In and not un- to say what they're saying or doing is good. It's very. It's bad. really bad. And it's like they but, need to be held accountable for it. But it's also like that is that you're right. Like that sort of language also needs to be used for people like Joe Rogan and Elon, Elon Musk, Musk and, and pe- Alex Jones, Alex Jones, and all of these white Ben men Shapiro, these who white just get to say and do whatever they want and continue on with their lives and just yeah. keep keep doing these things like, you know, like there was a brief moment where they were talking about Joe Rogan getting deplatformed off of Spotify. But right. like how far did that go? It didn't. It was a, you know, like a brief conversation where like a couple it didn't of because Joe Rogan makes Spotify a ton of money. Right. <gasps> and also like it's just not a it's not a popular fight to, you know, like heavily criticize famous white people. And the other thing, too, about Musk is that he has so many little fanboys who are so infuriating. The amount of people that I personally know who are like, I'm going to take a picture of this. Man. Of course, Scotty it's adorable. Jumped up on your chair. Yeah, Scotty and I are just chilling. The amount of fanboys and they're just like, well, you can't criticize. I mean, like, sure, you he says this, but like, you can't really criticize him because he's so much more successful than you. Uh-huh. Blah 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 blah. I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> First of all, 
the amount that success begets more success, I think that people do not give that enough credit and yeah. give that enough weight. One successful enterprise, one one instance of you making a lot of money, it is easier to make money when you have money. Mm-hmm. No way. Did you see that? It's so cute. Sorry. Yeah. He's just yawned and it was perfect. He is. He's a very precious boy. Um, Like, it is easier to make money when you have money. Yeah. It's, a ho- it's so hard to save any money yeah when you are living paycheck to paycheck and people do not understand that when you just have a ton of money you just get to save it you get to invest it you get your money to make more money for you it's so much easier yeah when you have one success to then turn it into multiple successes so when people are like well you can't criticize sure you can criticize it but you sound like an idiot because you're poor you sound jealous so and you're just jealous because Elon Musk is so successful. He's a genius and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Blah. I'm like Elon Musk paid him paid his way into every single company, right? Except the very first one, and even then, it's a little sus. Yeah. There's it's, to use the man's words, it's a little sus. It's a little sus <laughs> because like oh, I'm self-made billionaire. I'm like yeah, but you come from a family with a lot of money. Right. He claims that he came to the Canada with like twenty five hundred dollars yeah. Canadian dollars or something, and that he's accumulated a hundred thousand dollars of student debt. Which yeah. same, <laughs> <laughs> but like just there is no information about him in this time, and I, I would be willing to stake every dollar i have to my name that he got some family help along oh, the for way sure. are you kidding yeah, there's, there's no, no way. way there's no way there's, there's no, way. no way so you just if you're a elon musk defender and you're like well he's so smart he's so successful you sound stupid <laughs> you sound naive yeah. and stupid Ugh. also like just recognize that this level of hero worship that people have for Elon Musk is dangerous in any level. Like, to anyone. To anyone. And I'm not, you know, like, there are, like, good, like, well-meaning people that I feel like this level of, like, fandom that people have for Elon Musk would be dangerous for. Yeah. Like, Jimmy Carter builds houses for poor people. But, like, if people were, like, were so, like, religiously in tune to everything that he says, it would still I would still feel like that's fanatically dangerous. Oh, I don't know. Jimmy Carter's pretty great. He's pretty great. <laughs> but you shouldn't feel like oh, yeah, you know, he like, be hero worshiping. Right. Someone. You know, it's just like they're everybody is as infallible Best as US president. Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Jimmy Carter. He might be. He might be. But it's like any like just they're everybody's infallible everybody's a human being yeah. and they're just as capable of error as you are and at the very least like elon musk sucks he's annoying he's annoying <laughs> can we talk about how he bought twitter now? you ready okay yeah now i'm ready fun stuff. yeah now we're just dunking on this yeah Momo. yeah okay so <laughs> april 4th of this year yes elon musk announces that he now owns 9.2% of Twitter, which is a majority... He is the largest shareholder of Twitter at yeah. this point. He is placed on the board by Twitter... Or he or he talks about being on the board. He's never actually placed on the board of Twitter. But the CEO at the time, Parag Agarwal, said that Musk would be appointed as Twitter's board of directors, saying he felt he would be, bring great value to its board. Musk responds and is like, yeah, I'm super excited to work with you. A- that's April 4th. Yeah. April 5th, Twitter's like, 
we're putting an edit button on the tweets. Uh-huh. Don't worry. Don't worry, fam. We got you. Uh-huh. Um, I know you've been asking. I know yeah, you're out there. Yeah. It's going to come. April 11th, six days later, yeah. Elon decides not to join Twitter's board of directors. He's like, nah, never mind. You don't need me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. Three days later, Elon offers to buy Twitter for $44 billion. Uh-huh. This is uh for $54.20 per share in cash, which is 54% higher, 54% higher than the company's share price the day before Musk begins, began his recent investment in the company. At the time, Twitter was valued at $37 billion. Uh-huh. But 54%, you marked yourself up. Right. You you negotiated That's against like yourself. That's going into a store and for like toilet paper. And you like go to like check out and you're like, you know what? I'm going to give you 20 bucks for this. Right. It's five ninety nine. Sure, it's five ninety nine. Yeah. You're like, Keep the change. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. April 14th. He's like, I'm going to buy Twitter for this mm-hmm. much. This is a, I believe this is considered a hostile takeover because he's the majority shareholder. He's like just going to buy a bunch of right. stock and then that's it. April 15th, Twitter's board of directors attempt to block Musk's takeover. So yeah. like, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 don't do that. So they basically, the, the, the way that this works is it's called, it's like a poison pill. So yeah. they uh, then offer to sell stock to certain other shareholders in order to like diffuse Musk's like ability to like yeah. buy a stock and have like majority share. April 25th, Twitter accepts Elon Musk buyout. Uh-huh. <laughs> like what the hell was going on in this company? This company, okay. Also to be fair, Twitter has sucked and has always sucked. It's, it's always yeah. been ran terribly. Yes. Nobody knows how to use it or like how to like make money off of right. it. Right. Like, for a company that like has such a chokehold, it is ubiquitous. On I mean, the U- on Americans, yes, it doesn't make any money. <laughs> every like every company has a Twitter account. Every like you know, like you see like in like pro wrestling, for instance, the wrestler's name comes up, and right below it is their Twitter, the Twitter handle. handle. Yeah, it's like it's. I mean, like I know there was like there was a period of time where like people be like, "What's a tweeter?" Oh, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> fucking knows what Twitter is now. Yeah. So like you know, you, it's even, a very established company and it's unreal that both it like still exists and doesn't make any money any money <laughs> so wild yeah i believe i meant to check this beforehand i believe twitter has never been profitable yeah i believe like, i'm also pr- i'm fairly certain netflix has never been profitable in that same way because the operating costs for it have always uh, been have always more been than yeah. yeah it's just unreal. that may not that may not be true now but i feel like for a long time netflix was not running in the red okay so april 25th twitter is like okay yeah we're we're gonna sell to you yeah and it's like okay great we're gonna do it the next day do you know jack dorsey is yeah jack at jack yes at jack he is the original founder like one of the co-founders of twitter one of the original ceo original ceo he says in a tweet, he tweets out, in principle, I don't believe anyone should own or run Twitter. It wants to be a public good at a protocol level, not a company. Solving for the problem of it being a company, however, Elon is the singular solution I trust. I trust his mission to extend the light of consciousness. Give me a fucking break, Jack. <laughs> Go back to your stupid blockchain. Also, like, I'm going to get the money is basically what he's thinking. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Well, he's no longer, yeah, at this point, I'm not really sure what Jack's holdings of Twitter are. He's obviously a shareholder, but, oh, okay, anyways, so that's April. 
Yeah. Mid-May, Elon Musk's Twitter buyout cannot move forward until a number of bot accounts are verified. So, yeah. now, in May. Also of note here is that Tesla's share price has dropped. Elon Musk's entire, like, wealth is extremely closely tied to Tesla's share price. Yeah. He does not receive a um, salary as a CEO of Twitter. He has, like, an agreement mm-hmm. with the Twitter, or not Twitter. Tesla. Have I been saying Twitter? I meant Tesla. You just said Twitter twice. My bad. That's okay. Elon Musk does not receive a salary from Tesla. But the podcast ends here. We're never doing another one. <laughs> <laughs> My one mistake. No, I'm <laughs> no, you're not allowed. Yeah. This, we've always been very truthful and very factful this on this. All, yeah. This is the most research I've ever done for anything in my life is this fucking Elon yeah. Musk episode. And you just ruined it all by, by misspeaking. Twitter. <laughs> okay. So Musk does not receive a salary from Tesla. Yeah. He has like an agreement with the Tesla board that like his salary or his, uh, not salary, but his like um, compensation is tied to certain like benchmarks that tesla reaches okay. and then he receives essentially like stock okay as like compensation which when tesla stock was worth like 1700 dollars, made him worth 300 billion dollars right that's where his his he just elon musk <laughs> the richest man in the universe uh-huh. describes himself as cash poor yeah which is probably true it's probably true i like <laughs> but it's it, so funny <laughs> yeah I, I imagine that if somebody were to be like elon i need you to loan me ten thousand dollars right now right he wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. And, and okay, so anyways, so Elon, and then now well, Tesla's stock is like crashing a little bit. So mid-May, he's like, you know what? Twitter has bots. Yeah. I think there's a lot of bots. Uh-huh. And, um, it caused me to over-evaluate. Parag, and, uh, I think you're lying to me about how many bots there are. So then he's like, I'm not buying Twitter. Yeah. Because there are too many bots, and they keep lying to me about how many bots there are. And I yeah. don't think that it's possible to be profitable if you account for the number of Twitter users and then take away the bots. Mm -hmm. So he tries to get out of it. Spoiler alert, he can't. He can't, (laughs) yeah, as it turns out, when the wheels start spinning. So in July, after like going back and forth, and Parag Agarwal, the CEO, is like, no, you can't back out. You have to buy it now. This is not how this works. Elon in July is like, you know what? It is how it works, and I'm not going to buy Twitter anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. They he immediately gets sued. Yeah, <laughs> immediately he gets sued. So in July nineteenth, Twitter like lawsuit against Elon Musk gets set to start in October. Yeah, of twenty twenty two. October fourth, right, right. Like I think he's granted a stay from yeah. the judge in Delaware that they were supposed to like. He's like, hey, can I have a little bit more time? And he's like, you get a stay of like four days or something. Right. Yeah, and then. Within those four days, Elon's like, I'm going to buy Twitter. <laughs> because yeah. he just got his app. Because basically what happens, and, you know, Elon has been sued many, many times. Yeah. And you've seen he's him come out on out top. On top right. every single time. This time, he's like, you know what? Let's not go through with this. He, like, I think his lawyers are like, you're going to lose. Right. <laughs> you're going to lose this really badly. Yeah. And he's like, all right, let me go ahead and let buy me, it. Then. Yeah. Actually, I'm a man of my word today. <laughs> So he averts trial by agreeing to the original purchase price, $44 billion for Twitter. Yeah. <sighs> now for the fun stuff. Yay. On October 27th, Elon Musk walks into Twitter HQ carrying a sink. Yep. <laughs> he tweets out, I just walked into Twitter HQ, let that sink in. He's so, so stupid. It's corny. It's like, the the on top, like... There are worse things about Elon Musk than the fact that he's corny. Yes. 
but he's so corny. He's so corny. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. You should be like, as an adult- He should be embarrassed. He should be embarrassed that he brought a sink to Twitter HQ and said, I'm here, let that sink he's just in. He's so goofy. Just so goofy. There's, so- and there's, there's nothing wrong with being corny. There's nothing wrong with being goofy. But- you have to have a level of like self like self-recognition and like just like the idea that like I don't think he recognizes that he's also not funny. Yeah. You know, like he's one of those people who I think like is so powerful that he's lost sight of the fact that he's just not funny. And he wants to be really funny. And like maybe that's where this all comes from. Maybe he like like went his whole life without like being funny. And, like, it has, like, a level of, like, just weird self-esteem stuff that comes from that where it's just, like, he wants to be a comedian so bad. It's why he was on SNL. It's why he tweeted out a fucking sink pun. And, like, it's just, like, dude, I mean, like, the SNL episode is regarded as one of the worst SNL episodes in history. And he's, like, one of the worst hosts. And it's just, like, the dude's not funny. And not everybody has to be funny. You know? He... It makes me think of like knowing about his a little the little bit that we know about his childhood. Yeah, and him being like admitting about like having a hard time. Yeah, and not having a lot of friends and not having like he needs the man needs a therapist. Yeah, <laughs> because there's something there, and he loves the validation he gets on Twitter. He yeah, loves it. He's addicted to Twitter. Yeah, it's probably why he bought Twitter. Yeah, probably why he was yeah and it, it like wanted to. Yeah. And it's just, it's sad in a way. Like, yeah. I feel sad for him. Right. Because obviously he wants that validation. He loves that adoration that he mm-hmm. gets from his like loyal little mask yeah. stands. But yeah, he says, entering Twitter HQ, let that sink in. And he looks so like, I mean, like look at this video of him walking into headquarters. He's just like, he's desperate. It's this desperate for like a laugh. Like he wants somebody so bad to be like, Elon, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. So immediately. He also said, by the way, like right before like that day that he was going to like lay off, like, what was it? Like 70% of the Twitter, like, or maybe not that high, but like it was some like egregious large number of. Twitter employees. Yeah, I think he said that it was originally going to be like 10%. Yeah. Or something, which was a lot. It is a lot. It ends up being a lot more. Than yeah. That. But, okay, so October 26th, he walks in. He gets, um, or no, sorry, October 27th, he walks in. Gets walked around. Yeah. And then fires the CEO and other top executives, yeah, including the legal counsel that was going to own his ass in court. Yeah. Which like, uh, wouldn't you at least keep them on? The they people who, good. The people who are about to <laughs> defeat you. The people who are about to own your ass. You want them on your side. Right. In fact, you would want them on your team. The people who you were so unprepared uh, so for a fight for. So afraid of seeing in yeah. court. You don't think that maybe it'd be a good idea to keep them around? No. No, he fires them fires and lets them. them go. Which, you know, when you're a CEO of a company like this and you get fired, you usually get awarded with something called the Golden Parachute, yeah. which you just get, you make bank. Yeah. But Elon fires them, quote, for cause, meaning they don't get their payouts. Yeah. So I am sure he's being sued for that amongst many other things he's being sued for right now. Yeah. <clears throat> then, so he 
So Elon's whole thing is like free speech. Yeah. Free speech. Twitter has been blah, 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 blah. We got a free speech. He, I think he tweets out at this point too. Comedy is now legal on Twitter. The re- actual result of this is that the use of just profane racial slurs yeah. skyrockets. Yep. Like comedy was never illegal <laughs> or not allowed on Twitter. Yeah. There are lots of very funny people who have been on Twitter for a very long time. Yeah. Racial slurs just skyrocket. Yep. The use of the N-word, the use of like everything. It's yeah. just awful. It's bad. Advertisers start pulling. Yep. Because you know what you don't want is to advertise your Big Mac next to a tweet using the N-word. Like, the N-word. Yeah. You don't want that. So advertisers start pulling stuff. Elon starts like message like or posting uh, like a letter about like oh this is how this is how advertising is gonna work blah 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 he's stupid yeah the man is dumb he doesn't understand how these spaces work and he has to learn quickly that everything that he wants to do with twitter that has already been done right and he's reinventing the wheel over and over they've and over tried again. it and it did not work right there's yeah. a reason why there's a reason why accounts get banned yeah there's a reason why verification worked the way it did yeah which we will now get into. Yes, which is not that you can pay to be verified. <laughs> On October 30th, he that's announced that Twitter is reportedly planning to charge $20 a month for verification, even for those who are already verified. Yeah. So 20 bucks a month, you get this like Twitter Blue subscription. Um, and furthermore, those who are already verified would have had 90 days to, just, to subscribe or they would lose their verified status. Whatever. So... Twitter Blue is already something that existed. It's like $5 a month and you get like, you get the edit button, that edit button that they were working on. Yeah. You get to edit your tweets and you get like a couple of other like things, but it's $5 a month. And what's not included in that is verification. Yeah. This is just like a subscription that you like that you can use or to be able to be like basically a power user of Twitter. Yeah. So now this new thing, this new Twitter Blue, $20 a month, and it includes being ver- being verified. Mm-hmm. Elon tweets out, let's see if I can find the tweet really quickly. I think he says something along the lines of like, uh, the autocratic like verification system is over. Power to the people. $8 a month. <laughs> 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 Which is just like, dude, do you hear yourself? Right. But so- they announced that Twitter Blue is going to be $20 a month. Mm-hmm. Stephen King tweets, I'm not paying $20 a month for this. Yeah. That's so stupid. He says a couple of other things. Elon Musk responds to Stephen King uh-huh. and says, would you pay eight? Uh-huh. So no fucking joke. The man says, this is going to be our policy. This is going to be how much it costs. And then somebody is like, no. And he's like, okay, well, what do you think then? Should it be eight? <laughs> so like, just like some, like, Stephen King, who is very successful yeah. in his category, yeah. he's not a technologist. Right. He's not a bit, well, he's a businessman in some ways, but he's not in your business. Now you're just like taking advice from people that you are just kind of like, no, please stay. <laughs> would you pay? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So silly. How would you feel about, like, he's doing like open negotiations again against himself? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so then the next day, or a couple of days later, November 1st, he tweets out the power to the people thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, power to the people. Oh, I found the so, Twitter's current lords and peasants system for who has or doesn't have a blue check mark is bullshit. Power to the people. Blue for $8 a month. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Also, like, the idea, I mean, like, what do you get out of having a blue check? You know, like, you pay, whatever, 14 bucks a month for Netflix. You get to watch Netflix as much as you want during that month. You get to watch all these shows that are on there. You're paying for the access to whatever entertainment. Same with all these other subscription things, like, you know, whatever, especially the streaming ones, like, you know, whatever. Spotify, you pay, you get to listen to music as much as you want. What the fuck do you get? To pay Twitter eight dollars a month, you do get stuff. What? Which are you get priority when? So you get the blue check mark. Yeah, and then you get priority in the feed. So your tweets, if you pay eight dollars a month, are yeah. more likely to show up on other people's like feeds. Yeah, and when people like, there's like some lists that you again. I'm still very new to Twitter because I hate it. Yeah, but like when you search for things. Mm -hmm. Or, like, lists that you follow, and you can see tweets. There's a different section for people who pay for it. Yeah. So, you're basically paying for, like, views, essentially. So, you do... There are other things that you get with the... It's more than just the checkmark, which for people who... You know, it's their livelihood, Twitter. Yeah. So, and Twitter is the livelihood of a lot of people, like reporters, like yeah. independent, like, on an independent beat. Like, yep. this is a very big part. So, paying $8 a month to be basically like higher in the search results that does make sense yeah so there are uses for it but as we find out people just abuse that system which is hilarious but before we get there twitter begins to lay off up to 3700 employees on november 4th yeah they're just like bye yeah which now he's being sued for it, or Twitter's being sued for yep. it, because in the state of California, there's like a certain like grace period that you have to like let people know about or something, which I don't totally understand, because the company I work for has le- has had a couple of layoffs recently, mm-hmm. and we do we have employees in California, so I'm yeah. like, I don't understand that, but apparently there's something. So on November 9th. So one thing that happens with this blue check mark is that people just start buying Twitter blue and then impersonating other like actual verified accounts that are yeah. actually important. Like yeah. one of them I think was Eli Lilly, mm-hmm. which like makes um uh insulin. Yeah. And they're just like, it's gonna be free now. Yeah. Eli Lilly loses eight billion dollars in market cap. Yeah. And apparently People at Eli Lilly were freaking out during this, understandably, as a as evil of a corporation that I think that it is. Yes. Understandably, they're freaking out yes. because their their stock price just tanks, and so does um, what's the uh, the fighter? Not Raytheon, but like something like that. They're just like we're no longer going to be supplying um arms to Iran. Oh yeah, or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They also, like, their tank price, like, immediately, like, yeah. tanks. So people just start making these fake accounts for these companies that have real consequences. And I don't think I've seen anything recently of, like, them suing Twitter over this. But yeah. it's in the works. Right. It's in the pipeline. And then Twitter be. ditched. They ditched the verification So what thing. they do is then they add in another checkmark. <laughs> so uh-huh. there's the Twitter blue that you pay for. And then they add a gray official check mark. Okay. So now when you go to a, like now when you go to a, or not now, but at the time. Yeah. When you go to a, a profile, 
the, you have the blue verification check and then a little gray check. Uh-huh. So the gray check means it's like verified, verified, yeah. like normally, like, yes, this is a real account. And the blue check mark is like Twitter blue. Yeah. That you pay for. Then people start complaining because they're like, okay, why are doesn't there so many check the, marks? Yeah, doesn't that defeat the autocratic, you know, the kings and queens of Twitter? So then they remove the gray check mark and they leave the blue check mark. And when you click on the blue check mark, it then pops up and says, this person has this check mark because they are a notable person in media, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. And then if somebody just has it because they paid for blue, <laughs> they paid for Twitter blue, you would see this person has it because it is part of the Twitter blue subscription. Blah, blah, uh-huh. blah, 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 blah. So then you're like, okay, so now there's this check mark that now could mean that they're real or it could mean that they're paying for but it. But they got bread the issue with that one then is that the people who are really themselves but also paying for twitter blue (laughs) it's just like it's like you're flying by the seat of your pants you're not actually thinking anything through no you have this idea of how like twitter should work and you're just like making like these decisions and then learning in real time why those decisions were made in the first place yeah and you're just fucking things up so now the check mark is gone mm-hmm. and now i actually don't i'm actually not current on what the check mark system is i believe it's now the old system right because it's just chaos it's i mean so the day that he showed up with the sink was also the day after the last day i was on twitter because it's just like i was just like this is not a place i want to be anymore like i i for i I'm not, you know, Nostradamus or anything, but like, you know, you could see the writing on the wall, the writing on the wall, which is like primarily what I was afraid of and, you know, distrustful of was the idea that like people were just going to come on and just like start tweeting out racial slurs because, you know, what he said was it's, I want this place to be about free speech, which just means I want like the people who have been banned for saying shitty things to be able to come back because I like saying shitty things. Right. And I should be able to get away with it, too. Yeah. During this time, it's like my favorite time of Twitter. People (laughs) are trolling him. Yeah. Which is so delicious because he is a troll. Yeah. Doja Cat. Like, I think there was at one point where people had, they like basically stopped people's ability to change their like little name. Yeah. So, you know, like you, like yours right now is a funny little pun about the Babadook. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Like, you could just change a little name that shows up. Yeah. Doja, so they had stopped people's ability to do that. Uh-huh. Doja Cat's name at the time was Crispus. Uh-huh. And her, and she, like, tweeted at Elon and was like, oh, my God, I did do not want to be Crispus. Please, please let me change my name. Uh-huh. And he responds, and he goes, all right, you should be good now. Like, you should be able to change it. Yeah. And she responds. <laughs> and she had changed her name to Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> and I changed her profile photo to him. <laughs> and it just says thank you. That's very funny. It was so good. I was like, oh my god, I love you. There's a comedian, uh Griffin Newman, who's um one of the hosts of the Blank Check podcast. He also impersonated Elon Musk on Twitter and like is one of the people who's now been like banned. banned? <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's so sensitive. So like the whole thing about like, you know, free speech and all that doesn't apply to people who make fun of Elon Musk. No, it doesn't. Yeah. That was also my favorite thing. Just slowly but surely seeing all of the, oh, there was a great one. That was like the Tesla, the fake Tesla account Uh that somebody started. And it was like 
Oh my god, it was ripping people. It was so funny. Uh-huh. It was it said something along the lines of like it shouldn't be surprising that our like stock is crashing because that's what our cars do too. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> I was like ah! And then like I was watching it in real time. Yeah. This is also the most time I've ever spent on Twitter is just to watch it fall apart. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's so interesting because I you know, when I got off Twitter, I think I've told you this before, but when I got off Twitter, literally my screen time cut in half. Like I spent so much time on Twitter and when I stopped using Twitter, I like like gained three hours of my day back. <laughs> yeah, like I was watching this the Tesla one. And it was, like, so funny because I was watching it in real time, just tweet out. Yeah. The first off, banger after banger. Yeah. Hilarious tweets. But then, like, slowly it started, like, it started to slow down. And then I saw, like, the, because it had the Tesla logo yeah. as its profile photo. And then it, the logo got removed. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, it's happening. Yeah. They're banning it. <laughs> it's just so funny. And then, so, also during this time, like, which is my favorite tweets. So, some of so I was just like, can't believe my stupid ass has imposter syndrome while Elon Musk is confidently marching around Twitter HQ and chewing on wires until something breaks. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm an account at M. Nate Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, if someone told me that Elon was wandering through the corridors of Twitter HQ asking anyone if they'd seen Jenkins as he's responsible for all the builds and he couldn't find him anywhere, I'd sort of believe it at this point. <laughs> uh-huh. Jenkins is the name of a build system okay like a tool yeah that people use like companies use for their builds yeah so to the idea of him have you seen jenkins have you seen Do you jenkins, know who jenkins yeah. is? It's just hilarious named after of course leroy jenkins <laughs> yeah actually our instance of jenkins i'm not sure if this is all jenkins instances but ours has the looks like um ask jeeves okay like the jeeves yeah you know, like the little yeah guy. yeah anyways so then around this time, Elon begins firing people. Mm-hmm. So like 3,700 Twitter employees get fired. <laughs> Reporters start reporting on this. Uh-huh. Did you hear about this? No. And they go to Twitter HQ and there's like two guys standing outside with boxes of their stuff looking kind of dazed. Yeah. And they're like, Are, did you just get let go? And they're like, yeah, we just got let go. And they go. <laughs> I'm going to try to find their names really quick. And the people, the... <laughs> Sorry, this is just so fucking funny. It's okay. So the reporters then like cameras are on them, like they like people are airing this. Yeah. Like, what are your names? And the guy goes, My name's Raul Ligma. <laughs> uh-huh. Which for people who are chronically online recognize Ligma as a like lead into the joke Ligma balls. Yeah. And the other one is like Daniel Johnson or something like that. Uh-huh. These two are just they're not, they don't ever have never worked for Twitter. Right. They're just two guys who like went out and stood they're out doing there. They're doing a bit. They're doing a bit. Like there's at one point uh, where the guy whose who's name is Raul Ligua, uh-huh. he is being, <laughs> he's being filmed and he has Michelle Obama's becoming, uh-huh. just like he's holding it in his hand. He's like, I'm worried about democracy. <laughs> it's just so funny. A couple of days ago, Elon Musk tweeted out a photo of him with these two guys Mm -hmm. and he said welcome back ligma and johnson i never should have fired you in the first place Uh uh-huh so stupid yeah he's a cornball he's a cornball so okay so then he starts so twitter like lays off like 3700 which is like i think that's about the 10 percent number i would guess i don't 
actually know because I don't know how many people work at Twitter, honestly. But they start laying people off. This very funny thing happens with the media and people just like are running with it. And it's very, very funny. Everybody's having a good time. <laughs> Senator Ed Markey tweets out, fix your companies or Congress will. And Elon Musk tells him he looks like... And Elon Musk is like, oh, maybe you would have more followers if your own account didn't look like a parody. And what's with the mask? Because uh, Ed Markey has his profile photo is him wearing a mask. Yeah. He's like, what's with the mask? Uh And I was like, Jesus Christ, Elon. So chaos is just raining. Yeah. Things just start happening faster than like anyone thought was going to happen. Right. And Elon is just tweeting out things like, the bird is freed. Let the good times roll. Didn't he also lay down recently another mandate similar to that Tesla mandate, which is basically like, if you want to stay employed here, you have to overwork yourself. Like, otherwise, and so like, it was basically like a mandate, and like, that like, was being laid down like, basically this weekend. And so there is a thought that like, just a bunch of Twitter people are just going to leave. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. We're still in October right now, I believe. Yeah. Maybe early November. So we'll get to like the major issues soon. Elon Musk tweeted out, finally, the truth that carbs are amazing can be said on this platform. Hashtag free speech. (laughs) Oh, okay. So yeah. Then importantly, this is where things get quite hairy. Yeah. Mr. Musk. There is a point where first off lots of people start quitting yeah because yeah it's a hellscape it's a hellscape very important people start quitting yeah they fire a ton of people they fire a bunch of engineers and then rehire the same engineers because they're like oh wait oops we can't do this without you actually need you (laughs) one important thing that happens um oh i just forgot it i just lost it oh at the very, very beginning of all of this, one of the things that Elon at, or that was announced to like Twitter employees yeah. is everybody print out your code from the last like six months. Yeah. Because you're oh, we're all going to do a code review with Elon. <laughs> what? Are you insane? What are you talking about? <laughs> you're going to print out code? Right. What are you doing? What are you talking? And then. I love to read code just on, you know analog sheets of paper and the idea that elon musk is gonna sit and do code review with people he doesn't have context like the best engineer in the world couldn't walk into twitter and be like i'm ready to do code reviews with people that you need context you have to understand how the systems work you have to know what things are built how they're built why they're built certain ways so stupid anyways like, a really good engineer could probably get ramped up in, like, a couple of weeks. Yeah. But to say that, like, this is happening on, like, day two or day three. Uh-huh. I'm like, he doesn't know anything. The man also probably hasn't touched a computer in 20 years. Since the Commodore thing yeah. he built. It. Yeah. He doesn't know what's going on. Right. He's the idea guy. Yeah. Ugh. That was incredible. Then the other thing that they were talking about was, like, people who... Um, you had to come to these meetings because they were trying to figure out who to lay off and who to keep. Yeah. And that the thing was, uh, I don't know how true a lot of this stuff is. This is just like, you know, I've seen reporters talking about it, so it seems valid. But, you know, who knows yeah. what's actually going on inside of Twitter. I don't actually have any friends that work at Twitter. 
which is surprising to me, but, <laughs> you know, people who, like, basically it was like, they were wanting to keep people who had committed the most code. Yeah. Which is insane. Yes. That's usually in most um, lines of profession. Uh-huh. The more you produce, the better. Yeah. Which, and in some ways in software engineering, that is also true. Mm-hmm. But there's comes a point where the really important stuff and the really big stuff and really important things that happen, like fixing things, yeah. takes a lot of time mm-hmm. and ends up being a very small amount of code. Yeah. So you are then talking about laying off the people who are probably doing the most to like keep that site running and to be like the, that like when you talk about laying off people who haven't submitted a lot of code, you're talking about your security people. Yeah. You're talking about your infrastructure people. Right. You're talking about basic building blocks that aren't going to be producing hundreds of lines of code every day yeah. or every week even or even every month. They're going to be producing a lot smaller amounts of code and actually just maintaining systems, making small fixes, making sure things are running. Mm-hmm. You are dumb. <laughs> I hate this man. So then recently... Elon messaged out and said that everybody had to come in to Twitter. Yeah. Everybody had to come in and arrive. They're getting sued for that. Or they immediately got, we're like, Wait, you get, you're going to get sued for this yeah. because you can't do that. You can't require people to come into an office mm-hmm. unless your office is like, you know, ADA, like, right. <clears throat> like people who like, like need ramps. Yeah. People who like have anxiety disorders. Right. Like you can't just require people to come into an office mm-hmm. like that. Especially at last minute. He also did this internationally. People that work at Twitter in Ireland. Yeah. They were all around Ireland. And Twitter HQ was in Dublin. Mm -hmm. Dublin is currently going through a housing crisis. Uh There are literally not enough houses in Dublin for people to live in. And they were like, I work or I live outside of Dublin. I right. can't physically go into Dublin. There's nowhere for me to live. I yeah. cannot live there. So please stop. Yeah. So then Elon goes, like, okay, people who work in Ireland don't have to do this. Which I guarantee you, he just didn't think that people. Well, first off, he just wasn't thinking. He wasn't thinking about them. He wasn't thinking no. about them. And then he like backtracks like, fine, no. And then he finally backtracks with like the American like yeah. population. So I was like, fine. And then recently he closed so this is now we're at this past week yeah he closes hq no one's allowed in uh-huh. people's key cards are now like not are now turned off and he's like because they want to go through and they're because they're firing more people yeah so at this point 50 percent of twitter is gone like 50 yeah. percent of the engineers are out and and plus more are out and actually i think it's even higher than that. it might be 70 mm-hmm but they close it down and they're like, nobody come in. Nobody's allowed to come in. He sends out this email that's like basically a check yes, a check no box uh-huh. of like, he's like, we need engineers who are ready to go hardcore. Yeah. We're going to we're gonna sleep at the office. We're going to work 12 hour days. We're going to blah, 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 like do all of this stuff. And then at the end, it's like, check yes if you're down for this. And then it's basically like by checking yes, you are agreeing to a contract. That you actually haven't seen. Yeah. And then if you check no, this is your this is your res- your resignation. And I think he said that you would get some severance if you check no or right. something. But I basically, there's no way this is legal. No. There's no way you could do this. No. But so that starts coming in, and 
way fewer engineers were checking yes yeah than i think he like than anybody expected he's not a leader of men i think that's the the lesson that no. he does also doesn't understand he's not one not funny and he's not a leader of men like people do not like they're the the like sycophants the people who've just like decided that he's like you know he lays golden bricks for them to walk on like those are not the people who work for him. Those are the well. Lo- it is some of them. Some of them. Some of them. The the issue is that Twitter. This is a hostile takeover and yeah. a, and an attempt to hard shift culture yeah. at a company. Like the people who were working at Twitter were not yeah. Musk sycophants. Right. There are people who work at Tesla. People who work at SpaceX. Yeah. Pe- those people are I are in two camps. Yeah. They're either. Musk fanboys, like sycophants, and are just like, he's a god, he's amazing, blah, 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 yeah. oh, I'm so lucky to, blah. or they're like, okay, I work at Tesla, and I, or, and, or I work at SpaceX, mm-hmm. because I believe in the mission that this company right. has, because the mission of Tesla and the mission of SpaceX is good, and right. it is cool. Electric cars are good. Shipping, right. you know, like, things into space so that That's people cool. can survive yeah, is cool. Yeah. So, like... That that's that. This is just a hard him trying to take take the steering wheel of Twitter yeah. and just like trying to do a one eighty, right? With like no like, and everybody's like, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. At one point, somebody, um, an Android engineer mm-hmm. who was working on the Android app, tweeted out about like, this is like we didn't need. Honestly, I think he tweeted at Elon. Yeah. Or responded to one of Elon's tweets. He's like, this is like not true. Oh. <laughs> infamous rcu tweet uh-huh. elon at some point just is like sorry for the feed being so slow just realized we're doing over ten thousand rcus in order to render the main time or like the main feed which like doesn't make any sense and is also just not true uh-huh. um, according to many twitter engineers who responded to him <laughs> all of whom were fired yeah after they were like no that's, way that's not true yeah but anyways, an Android engineer responded was like, hey, this is one, not true, and two, not the thing that we need to be focusing on. If you want to speed up like the timeline, we have to do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And or, or, or he says, like, this is just not what you should be focusing on. And Elon says, well, what would you do? And then this guy writes out like eight to ten tweets in response. Like, you do this, you do this. We have to like refactor. We have to get rid of microservices. We have to like, we have a lot of bloat, code uh-huh. bloat, a lot of things that we don't need. Elon never responds. A day later, that guy gets like booted off of the system and is uh-huh. like, told he is fired. Yeah. And then Elon tweets out, we're going to get rid of microservices and work on like cleaning up our code base. <laughs> He's terrible. <sighs> <coughs> so yeah. And then it may have been last night, but it also may have been the night before. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard for me to remember. He then asks every Twitter employee to come to HQ after saying that HQ is going to be closed until Monday. Yeah. He then is like, everybody get here. If you can get, if you can fly here, fly here. We need all hands on deck right uh-huh. now. I believe something around like 250 engineers show up. Not a lot. Yeah. Not a lot. But they all go in and he has like, they do like an all nighter, right. like little like meeting or whatever. And I'm going to ask something. I'm going to say something that's going to sound really bad, but stick with me. It's going to be okay at the end. Okay? This will, you, go into my, this will go in my file of reasons to cancel you. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen something that is just like so fitting into like a stereotype that you're just like, come on. 
Yeah. Like when my dog pees on a fire hydrant. It's a cliche. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. You don't come want on. to be a cliche. Right. Yeah. This photo of the engineers that showed up. Uh-huh. So Elon, like there's like somebody who like takes a selfie and like Elon Musk is in the middle and there's a bunch of engineers all around. Yeah. Him. They're like, we had a great night. Uh-huh. I'm like, come on. <laughs> The, the photo, just yeah. the picture, every single person in that photo, I'm like, yeah, you're a web engineer. <laughs> and then there's a photo of like Elon talking like, and there's like a little circle of people around him. Mm-hmm. And I fucking kid you not, th- like four out of like the six people that are sitting around him are sitting around him like this, like in the thinking pose. Yeah. You know, like that, like the the hand on the oh, chin, yeah, yeah, the hand on the chin, just like, oh yeah, mm. like really, I'm like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Y'all know more than he does right now, right? What are you, what are you doing? So, anyways, <laughs> I'm like really hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have been talking about Elon Musk for two and a half hours. <laughs> no, yeah, this is weird. yeah, it's uh, we started recording <laughs> like. 4 30 it's seven o'clock right now oh my god (laughs) well this will be a maybe a multiple parter episode (laughs) (laughs) this will come out in a couple parts oh my uh, god yeah maybe it's yeah two episode at least maybe (laughs) we'll see anyways yeah anyways that's elon musk that's elon musk and we don't like him no he Okay, last story. Yeah. That I think is hilarious. Or it's not funny. It's actually really bad. Yeah. One of the lawyers at Twitter emailed employees and was like, get out. <laughs> They're he legitimately she yeah. was like, leave now. Yeah. Like we are in we are in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's like the ooh, not the SEC, but the F T F A F FTC, the, the FAQ, the some one yeah. government organization. Twitter got in trouble a couple of years ago. Yeah, because like they did something and they were like, "Hey, you need to like actually take this shit seriously." So they basically appointed. There are people. There were people at Twitter who were in charge of making sure that Twitter was uh, abiding by certain rules. Yeah. And if Twitter broke those rules, those people would go to jail. Yeah. That was like the situation. So for so Twitter's had these people that are basically just like it's like I think it's basically like security yeah. type stuff or like um like users giving data. Mm-hmm. So it's like user privacy stuff. Yeah. And so it's like if if Twitter as a company breaks these rules, you as an individual are going to jail. And they had like five or six of these people yeah. oversight. A couple of, like a week ago, there was a deadline that Twitter had to like hit. Yeah. The day before that deadline hit, all of those people quit. Yikes. <laughs> all of those people quit. A lawyer emailed the next day and that was yeah. that email of like, get out. Yeah. You will be held personally responsible for what Twitter does with data right now. Yeah. And there is no one doing oversight. Yikes. Which... The fact that all those people quit, yeah, and like just left, yeah, is terrifying. Yeah, to be like looking at that and being like, well, what are they doing with user data? Right. Then, that they couldn't be, they could, they couldn't, they had to leave. Right. And then that lawyer quit. <laughs> 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 so like. 
there's some serious like legal stuff going on that is going to start like unraveling that's beyond just Elon Musk being an idiot right. and Elon Musk getting sued for firing people when he can't fire people right. and Elon Musk doing this stuff and all of that stuff. There's like some serious privacy concerns that is going to be more than a slap on the wrist. Right. And if you don't think that Elon Musk isn't going to throw people that work for Twitter under the bus before oh, he throws himself. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> you could not pay me enough money to work at Twitter no, right now. Absolutely not. I mean, one, for me, I'm not qualified. You're <laughs> qualified. But yeah, there's just no way. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But anyways, uh, hopefully Elon Musk gets in trouble and he goes to jail <laughs> or prison. Sorry, he goes to prison. It'd yeah. be delicious. The his cons his actions deserve consequences. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. So, anyways, if you're like us and you don't like Elon Musk, uh, we love you. Welcome to the family. We're not sorry, and we love you. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Hey pal, did you get a load of the nerd? <laughs> <laughs>